Hello, welcome to the Financial Blueprint, a new web series delivered by Prime Revenue that takes a deep dive into pressing topics for global businesses today. My name is Natalie O'Donnell, Senior Vice President of Marketing at Prime Revenue, and I'm really thrilled and excited to introduce you to PJ Bain, Chief Executive Officer here at Prime Revenue. On today's episode, we'll be covering the acceleration of digital transformation and the importance of overcoming tech lag. So PJ, what is tech lag and why is it important? Well, Natalie, thanks for having me. Thank you. Tech lag is a term that describes when companies fall behind in investing and adapting new technologies that are propelling their industry forward. An example of this is electric vehicles. Volvo cars, for instance, since 2019, every car that they deliver has an electric motor in it. Toyota, one of their competitors, has been late to the race. They only recently announced an aggressive plan that they'll ship three and a half million electric vehicles by 2030, but they're having a tough time shedding that laggard image. Digital transformation has heightened concerns about tech lag. Companies have accelerated their mm -hmm transformation initiatives so they can become more competitive. The pressure that companies are facing to invest is more significant. Right. With that pressure comes a, a pretty hefty price tag. Right. BDO recently conducted a survey of 600 finance leaders around the world and 77% of them cited tech lag as a major business concern in 2022. Uh, what areas of tech are the most concern to financial leaders today? That's a great question. Well, cybersecurity is certainly one. As everything moves to the cloud, companies' operations have moved, have, have, have become more vulnerable right. to cyber attacks. You're seeing a lot of that going on in the world today. Yeah, yeah, we are. And the potential cost of an attack continues to surge. According to the Ponymon Institute and IBM's cost of a data breach report in 2021, the average total cost of a data breach increased by nearly 10% year over year. The largest single cost increase in the last seven years. It's nearly $8.6 million for every data breach that a company is hit with. Another area is collaboration. We've seen since the pandemic hit, companies have invested in technologies that would enable and empower a remote workforce. We've learned to work together in new ways, different ways, mm -hmm. leveraging new technologies. Since then, that's set new expectations about how and where employees can work. We need right. technologies to be able to support that. That's right. yeah. There's also pressure to invest in solutions that minimize disruptions mm -hmm. and increase productivity in the supply chain and logistics fronts. It's going to be a while before supply chains recover from all of the chaos and volatility that we've really experienced over the last several years. What about fintech? Well, there is a massive focus on digital transformation of financial services and financial technology, both inside the business as well as outside the business. Externally, we've already seen how this is impacting the banking sector. PwC reported recently that 88% of incumbent financial institutions believe that part of their business will be lost mm -hmm. to standalone fintech companies in the next five years. In reality, this is already happening and it'll likely continue to happen and accelerate over the next several years. Consider, for instance, PayPal mm -hmm. and Venmo and Cash App. We couldn't conduct our business as consumers on a day-to-day -day basis with, without those types of apps. Mm -hmm. And they didn't really exist on our phones in the way that they do today 10 years ago. Right. Banks are infamously slower to adopt due yeah. to regulatory requirements and other factors. 
but there is a massive opportunity for banks and fintechs to partner together. Both banks and fintechs working together can create more agility and more access to an entrepreneurial mindset that the banks may not necessarily adapt as quickly as fintechs will. That's, that's great insight. Um, there is a tre tremendous focus on investment, but how should companies think about that from a business perspective? Well, many systems that are in place today for businesses were built for a business landscape that frankly doesn't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. Legacy systems often do not serve the needs of a modern business. Lots of companies are using financial solutions that are outdated, and many companies are recognizing the need to modernize the financial systems. Mm -hmm. The reality is technology that's deployed today was developed several years ago, and it was based on a mentality of only focusing on efficiency, taking right. cost out of the supply chain, taking inventory out of the supply chain. Mm -hmm. Now, businesses need systems that are focused on agility because everything is happening so fast. The rate of change is continuing to quicken. There are very real implications, external unforeseen forces in business that require businesses to be prepared for what's happening today. Today, companies need more than anything digital transformation that gives agility to the disruption and volatility that's happening in the marketplace today. Mm -hmm. At a time when volatility is the watchword, digital transparency, financial transparency, and financial agility right. can be a competitive advantage yeah. or a competitive disadvantage. Is there a real ROI to modernizing financial technology infrastructure? Is there? Absolutely, especially for companies with large, global, sophisticated, and complex supply chains, but also for smaller accounting departments. Most AP and AR teams, like everyone else, are right. overburdened, overworked, and many payment and finance processes are still manually uh, intensive and time intensive. Mm -hmm. The ar obvious ROI for technology in any of these cases is to streamline and automate and reduce headcount in right. these areas. But they also improve accuracy and they have a very positive upstream impact on business planning and business forecasting. Mm -hmm. But this pales in comparison of the ROI of strengthening the supply chain relationships. B2B payment solution provides payment visibility and gives support to your suppliers, making you a better partner for your vendors and your suppliers. That goes a long way to becoming a preferred partner to get better pricing and more importantly, better access to inventory in the volatile times that we're in. In, in closing, if I was CFO or CEO, what should I be thinking in terms of investing? Well, that's a great question. And I think it can be summed up in three points. First, make sure that the technology is supporting the business, not inhibiting the business. Mm -hmm. Often businesses implement business technology and it does a great job for the times that we're in and then the times change. Mm -hmm. And now your technology is a constraint for how you wanna operate the business. Second, you need to partner uh, with someone to enhance and understand your processes and your relationships, not disintermediate them. Right. And then third, you need to make sure that you're actively investing in technology that supports your business moving forward because your peer and your industries are. And if you're not, you're gonna be relegated to the land of the dinosaurs and left behind by your industry. Right. Um, I really appreciated learning um, your insight and I really wanna thank you for your time today. I really enjoyed it. If you wanna learn more about Prime Revenue, please visit primerevenue.com or our LinkedIn page. See you next time.